With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, welcome to Politics by Faith. Mike Sayer, thanks for being here. Very excited about today's episode. We're going to talk about something Dennis Prager said the other day, but I want to tie it into something that happened at a Texas school. I don't know how prevalent this is in elementary school. I'm afraid it's, it's quite prevalent. Even if this, even if not to this severity, the sexualization of kids at a younger and younger age is extremely prevalent and something we've never seen before. And I do not think it is talked about enough. So I'm going to take this opportunity to do it. And I'm grateful you are here and you care enough about this topic that no one wants to talk about but obviously it's incredibly important. Real quick, I like Dennis Prager a lot. Uh, I saw a speech of his live and it was one of the greatest speeches I've ever seen. Uh, But (laughs) uh, he is not perfect. And on this topic, he's very, I believe, very wrong. Worth noting, and I don't think this is gossipy. I think this is relevant. Uh, I would never bring this up under any other context, I don't think. But when it's under the context of he's giving marriage advice, I think it's worth noting that he's been divorced twice and is now married a third time. So this is maybe not someone you want to be taking marriage advice from. He was on uh, this Daily Wire show, and I've watched most of these episodes, and they're going through uh, the book of Exodus. And it's Jordan Peterson and Dennis Prager, and then a couple other Christian scholars as well, including Oz Guinness, uh, among others. And it's a very fascinating conversations they go through. Uh, the book of Exodus, pretty much word by word, definitely line by line. And this came up in conversation. I am less interested in the interior person, morally speaking, than you are, than and probably any of you are. And it's largely, I do believe, because I come from a behaviorist, law-based religion. We care how you act. That's why we don't have a claim that if you look at another woman with lust, it's as if you've committed adultery with her. I am, as I said yesterday, I I thank God for America's Christians. And uh, Maimonides said, if it weren't for Christians, the world wouldn't know about the Torah. So uh, I'm a big Christian fan, but obviously Christianity and Judaism are not identical religions. Uh, And and we have no equivalent that if you look upon another woman with lust, it's as if you have committed adultery with your heart. There's only one way to commit adultery in Judaism, and it's with a different organ. And I'm not being cute. I'm I'm being very realistic. Uh, Looking with lust is not a sin in Judaism. What's the stance on what's the stance on pornography? So pornography. When I'm asked this question, you, just to you, put you on the spot, you the did way. indeed. Uh, okay, so my my answer when it's raised on my radio show, I have a male female hour, and I'm very open about sexual subjects. I always ask if a wife calls me and says my husband looks at pornography. I I, I found on his computer. I have one question: How is your int- life of intimacy with your husband? Is it good? In other words, is the pornography in lieu of you or in addition to you? Mm -hmm. 
and I know this is not a religious answer, and mm -hmm. I, I'm not even giving a religious answer. I'm giving mm -hmm. what I think is a moral and realistic answer. Men want variety. And uh, if adultery is a substitute for, if pornography is a substitute for one's wife, it's awful. If it's a substitute for adultery, it's not awful. Now, if I may, that is terrible advice. We could take this and talk about pornography in adults. I'd rather take it towards kids in today's episode. Kids are seeing pornography at a younger and younger age. Pornography today is not Playboy. This is not your grandfather's adult entertainment. This is not what you saw when you were a kid. Every man remembers the first pornography he saw when he was a kid. And it was probably a naked woman, a picture of him. Today, the first pornography a kid sees at the age of eight is rape. Very different. And the fact that you as a man remember the first time you saw a picture of a naked woman proves how that image had a dramatic effect on your soul. You still remember it today. And you were probably 14 or so. Now imagine what seeing rape and violence and visual, like not just a picture, but uh, video and audio. Imagine what that would do to the soul of not a 14-year-old, but a 7-year-old. So I beg of you parents, you have to talk about this with your kids way younger than you think you do, especially if your kids go to public school, especially if they have any access to the internet. You have to give, you have to have this talk way sooner. You think you, you can have it when they're 16 or maybe you're not diagnosed later. I think I can have it when, I, when they're 13. No, 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 no. Way younger. And don't be awkward about it. There's nothing awkward about it. There's this weird cultural thing. I think this comes from the devil that, uh, oh, it's the talk, the birds and the bees and the dad always comes in all sheepish and well, son, uh, I'm here to have a conversation with you. Right? It's like this weird, awkward thing. No, just be open and honest about what age appropriate, of course, but open and honest and just be normal. <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful, beautiful thing that God created when done properly in the confines of marriage. So we need to make sure that our kids know what sex is and get to them before the world does, before pornography does. I got one example here of how this is trickling down to a younger and younger age in a more graphic way than ever before. And again, I want to stress the point that this is just one example. And if this is an extreme example, then that's fine. But think of all the things slightly less worse than this that do not make the news. This is a Texas school district. A six-year-old was forced to perform a sex act, assuming oral sex, while students filmed it with the teacher in the classroom. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There have been some protests at the school. One parent says a six-year-old was exposed to things that even adults would have a hard time overcoming. This is trauma at its worst. And it's a trickle-down effect because it affects everyone around them. It's a first grader first grade girl. The family says they noticed a sudden change in her behavior. She complained of a stomach ache. Eventually it all came out that a boy repeatedly exposed himself to her and others in the school lunch line and then pulled her under a desk to perform a sex act while other kids recorded it with a district issued iPad. And then I don't know. I don't say the worst part. It's not the worst, but just to add to it, the school is all, oh, no comment. No comment. Can't talk about it. Nope. Oh, oh, you know, it's under investigation. Can't talk. Can't talk. No comment. No comment. Even the parents aren't getting proper answers. The school has confirmed that the iPad uh, did have, quote, inappropriate content. That's all they'll say. Other parents are coming out and now saying that there's been uh, multiple moms who have been saying stuff all year about not just this one kid. But the school in general about how sexually perverted people are and things are. The kids are. One mom said, my daughter comes home with bruises and rashes. If she doesn't participate in these little boys' sick games, they'll punch her, give her Indian burns, they'll call her names and cuss at her. Again, I wonder how prevalent this is at public schools, maybe maybe private schools too. The schools across the country and at a younger and younger. These are not 16, 17, 18-year-olds in high school. These are six-year-olds. So what's really going on here? This is the depravity of a fallen world. And one of the most obvious forms of depravity will be sexual in nature. There's two clips I want to play here about sex that I like a lot because they're shocking in today's world and uh, obvious (laughs) when you think about it. Uh, This first one is Peter Hitchens and he's on a radio show and he's making the point about sex ed in schools. Like, why are we even teaching this at all? This is part of the sexualizing and even demoralizing of our children. In, in place of sex education, which, att- which attempts to reduce the negative aspects of, of, of sex, such as unwanted pregnancies and STDs, what would you have in its place? No, I don't think it's place. I don't think it's the business of schools to t- teach people how to put condoms on hockey sticks and bananas. I think it's it, 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 they the, the schools are not there for this purpose. I think sex education. I think what George Lukacs thought when he introduced it during the Hungarian uh, Bolshevik uh, uprising uh, was was always an attempt to debauch and demoralize uh, d- demoralize Christian societies. That's what its purpose is. It, children are going to have sex. Teenagers are going to are have they? sex. Yes. Are they? Yes. Are you sure? Uh, are, they, are, they, are they going to have sex un, under the, all the, circumstances? Sixteen-year-olds shouldn't I'm have saying, sex. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that people shouldn't have sex outside marriage. That's my belief. And so, how do you how do you in, engender that? So I, I don't believe there are any by having a strong moral system, which 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 makes it plain that this is how people should behave. And you think that that will prevent 
teenagers from having sex with each other. You know, to a large extent, yes, it will. Not, not, uh, no, no, no human system is infallible. The humans are, as, as we know, or as I know, fallen creatures. So yes, there will be people who defy that morality. And I love that clip so much because it, it just obliterates the modern assumption. Well, what would you replace it with? He's like, well, well, nothing. I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't replace it with anything at all. I love that. And he just crushes this notion that, well, of course, all the kids will have sex, will they? Thomas Sowell makes the point in his book, Vision of the Anointed, I think it's Vision of the Anointed, that the premise of sex ed was that teenage pregnancies and STDs were going up and they're out of control and we got to teach kids about sex. But in the reality, they were going down. They were already going down and it wasn't until after sex ed became widespread that they actually did start to go up. I think this idea... That, oh, we, we have, of course, kids are going to have sex. So uh, we might as well let them. I don't think that's true. Maybe some will, sure, but not as many as, as there are now because we're just overly sexualizing kids at a younger and younger age. And even to the point, you can call me prude and you think it's innocent, but like, even like, like someone like Taylor Swift, like barely wearing any clothes up there. And she's like, not even the worst at all compared to what kids are seeing these days, just in regular pop culture. Forget about pornography. Why must we let our kids see all this stuff? I've made this point many times before, but your grandpa went his entire childhood, certainly maybe even young adulthood without ever seeing a naked woman until he got married. And now six-year-olds are seeing horrific things. Absolutely horrific. Your, your 10-year-old goes to the mall. Forget, no, your 10-year-old goes to school and sees more skin on a girl than your grandfather ever saw his whole life. This other clip, and you don't think that's going to affect him? You think it's going to affect him and her and the girls? Here's another clip I love from Phil Robertson back at CPAC years ago. I got my facts from the CDC day before yesterday. 110 million, 110 million, Americans now have a sexually transmitted illness. 110 million? I'm looking at it and I said, I don't want you, America, to get sick. I don't want you to become ill. I don't want you to come down with a debilitating disease. I don't want you to die early. You're disease free and she's disease free. You marry. You keep your sex right there. You won't get sick from a sexually transmitted disease. Come on. All right, let's go back to Dennis Prager. So Dennis Prager says you can commit adultery only with one organ, and it's not the heart. So here's the deal. Judaism, and Prager says this, is very behavior-based. Christianity is about the heart. They are, in that way, very different religions. In many ways, they're very different religions. 
Jesus Christ being the main difference, but heart versus behavior. Judaism is very behaviorist. He admits it. It's all about how you act, but that's not the Christian view. And uh, I mean, that's not even, I don't even think that's the proper moral view as Aristotle would describe it. This is a, it's a wonderful debate. It's 50 minutes long between Dennis Prager and the host of a podcast called Pints with Aquinas. And it's all about this. It's all about pornography. It's really fascinating uh, to listen to uh, because Dennis Prager just, I I think, loses every single (laughs) argument. Uh, Here's uh, the host's uh, perspective on Aristotle. So Aristotle in the Nicomachean Ethics, right? has these four levels of the vicious to, to the virtuous man. The vicious man is the one who wants to do evil and does it. And he has the incontinent man, the continent man. But he says the virtuous man is the one who wants to do the good and does it. And so to me, I, I like, I have children. If one of them held anti-Semitic views, but treated you kindly, I would say, well, that's better than holding anti-Semitic views and being bad toward you. But I, I wouldn't. I would. I would think that's not where I would settle. I that's would fine. Him to... That's fine. I, 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 I respect that. And even Dennis Prager has to admit that that's true. Let's lament for a little bit. Jonathan Edwards, father of the Great Awakening in America, 1730s or so, he said it's a sad thing to consider the poor, weak, and imp- impotent. I was going to say important. No, no, impotent creatures we are, that we are so easily overcome by our base and sinful lusts, and that we're so prone to commit those sins that are most contrary to the law of God. Not only how prone we are to commit them, but how we can justify them away. Oh, we're so good at justifying them. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But look what we've wrought. The pornification of society. And even Prager knows this. Here he is on that podcast. So she uh, was on a date mm-hmm. 
And they were both attracted. It was not the first date. And they kissed. That's all they did. They kissed. And in the midst of the kiss, he he grabbed her neck oh, like this. And even me, Mr. Open, was taken aback. And, and so was she. To her credit, she, when she took his hand away, she said either then or, or later that evening or later another time, why did you do that? And he, to his credit, was open enough to say, I thought you would like it. That's what I see on yeah. the internet. That's a bad thing. That, that's, that's the number of young uh, men who learn about women through porn and not real life is a very scary thing that has developed. And we see it now trickling down to little kids. Terrific. I want people to want more. I want people to want better. That's my lament. I want everyone to want better in this category and to be more sensitive to the sexualization of everything and everyone, and especially our kids. Uh, my daughter was, she's five. Last year, she was in a dance, uh, dance class, like ballerina, ballet, right? And we went to the performance and she did this cute little performance. And, and then the other girls went up. <laughs> that's she's no longer in dance, but that's the end of that. Uh, if that's what we're doing here, like that's what's next. That's the no, 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 no. Horrific. Just terrible to watch. And it was so sad to also hear all the parents, at least moms screaming and cheering and hollering about how cute and adorable it is in the background. And it was just, it was terrible. Uh, I'll tell you, my daughter was up there and I didn't know that that was happening. I would have walked right up there. Like, that's okay. It's the end of that right now. Terrible. I just want people to want more. Even Prager in this interview talks about how growing up, his dad loved his mom, but subscribed to Playboy. And mom was fine with it. No big deal. Just And, and here's what the host said. It was such a brilliant response. What would be better? For your father to love your mother and get Playboy? Or for your father to say, even though I'm tempted to look at pornography... My wife's body is enough for me, and I'm not going to look at that even though I'm tempted to. That's a very which fair question. I don't have an answer, which will... Uh, I, I, I should give you the answer you want. I think you should, too. Yes, that's a good point. You, you do. Uh, I don't know what that means enough. Oh, come on, Dennis. <laughs> you know what would be better. What, what a wonderful example of how you can rationalize anything away. And people are like, oh, you know, you can't be against pornography because liberty. Yeah. Let me quote from our friend uh, Josh Hammer. He said, the American founders were careful to distinguish between true liberty, which entailed the dutiful worship of the creator in accordance with the moral guardrails of one's Judeo-Christian conscience. Right? So, so morals. So, so liberty implies, it doesn't imply it requires a strong moral foundation and guardrail. And our founders, it's like today when you think liberty, people are just like, do whatever you want, like libertarianism or something, right? But no, no, liberty was morality. And our founders distinguished between that and licentiousness. Licentiousness. What an interesting word. So uh, if you look it up in the dictionary, uh, licentiousness means lacking legal or moral restraints, especially disregarding sexual restraints. Okay, but if you go to the original dictionary in 1828, licentiousness is excessive indulgence of liberty, contempt 
of the just restraints of law, morality, and decorum. Law is the God of wise men. Licentiousness is the God of fools. Today, we are living in licentious times. Unrelated pornography promotes licentiousness, not liberty. And it is hurting everyone. It's hurting all of us. Even if you don't engage, it's hurting our society, our future. You want to know why men are not getting married? (laughs) Why would you? You have all your heart's desires or the cheapest imitation of it on your computer. Who needs to actually go out and talk to girls and go on dates and be selfless and serve and love when you can just receive, receive, receive all at your heart's whim and desire and pleasure? Pornography has given now generations of men this idea that women are objects to be used and abused for your own selfish pleasure. It has changed how young men view young women, how they view marriage, how they view life. We have to consider how pornography not only affects romantic relationships or ones that could be romantic, but aren't because why, why go through that when you can just use Tinder and whatever, Uh, but also how it affects every relationship as now everyone is seen as just a means to my satisfaction. Let me quote Denny Burke. He says, it teaches young men to use women for sex and then to discard them when they become unwilling or uninteresting. This means that it has given us a generation of young men completely unprepared for marriage and for fatherhood. It is not merely that so many young men are unprepared for marriage. They aren't even prepared for dinner and a movie. We have sown to the wind. We are reaping the whirlwind, especially our daughters who are less likely than ever to find a man who hasn't been corrupted by this. Mm. Let's get to the history. And then the Bible, we'll talk about some Ovid. We'll talk about some Leviticus that's coming up next. First, Patriot Gold Group. Are you uh, happy with the economy? Like, are you hopeful? Think things are going great? Going to go better? Things are going to get better now, moving forward? I don't. Uh, I bought gold. If, if you want to learn more about gold, see if it's right for you and your family, I recommend the best gold company, and that is Patriot Gold Group. It's not just me. They are consumer affairs, top-rated gold IRA dealer for now six years in a row and running. So you can buy physical gold or silver, like I have, or you can talk about a no-fee-for-life IRA. Your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver. one 617 Just get the free investor guide and see if this makes sense for you or not. And you can obviously decide what you want to do. one 617 But Patriot Gold Group is Definitely the best. And honestly, it's, it's because I don't trust the Federal Reserve. That's it. We can talk about every economic number you want. I don't trust the Federal Reserve. Gold's been around for a long time. End of story. PatriotGoldGroup.com. 1-888-617-6122. PatriotGoldGroup.com. So just this weekend, I was reading some Ovid, a little bit of Ovid's uh, Metamorphoses. Ovid or Ovid. Uh, he was born in B.C., So he wrote this like the year 10, 15, something like that. So there's a lot of stories in this, but the one that I read uh, is called the story of Mira. So the very short of it is Venus curses 
this group of women, turns them all into prostitutes. And there's a man, Pygmalion, who's so mortified by the behavior of these women that he sculpts a woman out of stone. And then he prays to Venus that he could turn her into a real woman. He actually prays because he's so full of shame that he could have someone like his ivory girl. But Venus, in fact, turns her into a real woman. They then have a kid and then a son or no girl. And then that girl is another kid. And I think there's a, there's like a couple generations go by. And then uh, there's a man, Sinrius, who gives birth to um, Mira. And this is a turn in the story that I did not anticipate. But Mira is in love with her father. She wants to commit incest with her father. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to The First TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on The First TV. Watch The First on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. America is on trial. Join me, Josh Hammer, as we examine the presidential election through the only lens that truly matters, the legal proceedings of Donald Trump and the Biden crime family. This new daily podcast examines breaking news and analyzes the biggest questions facing the country. Can the former president, Donald Trump, get a fair trial? Can Trump be disqualified from the ballot? Can Joe Biden pardon his son, Hunter? Can Trump even pardon himself? We cover all the action every morning. Listen to America on Trial wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Here's what Ovid says. Other creatures couple as they choose, regardless. If a heifer's mounted by her father, there's no shame. A horse becomes his daughter's husband. Goats will mate with kids. They've sired themselves. Why, even birds conceive from seed that fathered them. How blessed are they that they have such license. And then he goes back and forth with Mira's like, I don't want to feel this way, but I do, and I can't help my love. And then dad comes in, he talks about how much he loves her and she talks about how much she loves him, but it's all not in the same way. Anyway, she's about to kill herself and her nurse, her like maid comes in and sees that she's about to hang herself. And the, the girl tells the nurse how she's feeling and then check this out. I don't know where the mom is, but uh, at night, the nurse takes the girl, the young girl, Denzel, she is maybe like, 12, 13, takes the young girl into her father's bed in the darkness and they have sex and the dad doesn't know it's her right? and they do it a lot. They do it for a long time and then one day he finds out and he's about to kill her and she runs away and then says, I, I don't want to die but I can't live like this. So then she gets turned into a tree and then gives birth to the product of her and her father, and that boy is Adonis. You've heard of Adonis before. So that's the story. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's awful. That's really uncomfortable, Ovid. Thank you very much. But among other things, it gets you thinking about how prevalent this was thousands of years ago. Even thousands of years ago, they were talking about, it. and remember this, Every time the Bible says don't do something, it's because there were people who were doing it. 
It's because if you leave people up to their own devices, this is something that they would do. So when the Bible says don't have sex with animals, it's because people have sex with animals. Alfred Kinsey, he's the the super perverted sex researcher who lied about everything he's ever done. Uh, He says, and again, take it with a grain of salt because he's a big fat liar, but he said 8% of men and 3.6% of women, he estimated, have engaged in some sort of sexual act with an animal. He, he predicts 8% of men, 3.6% of women. So I, I don't know, can we ever even know like a real answer, right? But whatever it is, it's way more, bestiality, way more prevalent than people think. And once you know it, it's in the Bible, don't do that. Because that's what people do. And it's the same, it's, people, it's what people would do. And it's the same with incest. Leviticus 18, it's, 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 you can't have sex with your mother, you can't have sex with your father, your stepmother, your maternal sister, your, your daughter, your granddaughter, it goes, through, it goes through all the people you're not allowed to have sex with. Why? Because that's a thing that people were doing. And we don't have to guess. That's what people were doing. It's, it's explicit. Genesis 9, Ham saw his dad, Noah, naked and had sex with his dad. His dad was drunk at the time. Lot his two daughters got him drunk and had sex with their dad. That's in Genesis 19. Like what? What is going on here? So those are two pretty prominent examples. And there's, there's maybe a dozen or so other odd (laughs) sexual interactions throughout the old Testament. It's unbelievable. The, the, the amount of incest that's in the Bible So my point of all this is that sexual perversion is a part of a fallen human nature and it must be addressed with children early. Now, maybe back in the day, maybe back when you were a kid, although I don't think so, because you remember what was talked about and even done in the back of the school bus when even you were in school. But now you can't. Maybe back in the day, it was you could get by quite a long time and it would be okay. But today, this stuff is actively being pumped into your kid's classroom at a younger and younger age to the point where Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, says, hey, you can't talk about gay stuff until the fourth grade. And the whole LGBTQ lobby goes nuts. They're like, oh, we must talk to your second grader about homosexuality. You know, we, mu- we must talk about homosexuality in kindergarten. It's our human right. And it's now gotten so bad to the point where conservatives like Dennis Prager Say, well, porn for the right reasons is okay. No, we we must hold ourselves to a much higher standard. And we must get to our children as soon as possible before the world does and brings and grabs them, pulls them down to their depravity. So what is in my control? John Bunyan said, let thy love to purity be very great, else thy shame will be very grievous. Purity. That's a word we don't hear about a lot about in our culture today. We're looking for purity. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say, Prager says the, uh, the whole lust is not in the Bible. It's in the Ten or not in the Old Testament. It's in the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Exodus twenty says, "You shall not covet your neighbor's house." And I heard him describe this, and he stopped at house. It's like, come on, Prager, you know the rest. The rest is, "You shall not covet your neighbor's wife." It's the next line. And then he does this thing. Oh, well, there's a, there's a nuance between covet and lust. Okay. I don't think so. 
So what's in our control? Uh, some books I recommend. There's a, a very popular book called God Made All of Me. It's okay. It's probably the most popular Christian book to read to kids about their bodies. It's okay. Uh, it makes a couple good points. Uh, one word I like is, uh, well, the, the title, God Made All Things, right? And that's great. And God made every part of your body. Your body is good. That's an important foundation point. And the book makes that, and I liked it. It also uh, describes the difference between a secret and a surprise. Get rid of the word secret in your home. Groomers keep secrets. Groomers do things to your kids or tell things to your kids and then say, hey, let's just keep it our little secret. There are no secrets in the Slater family. There are no secrets in your family. Do not allow that to be a thing. Your kids need to have an immediate repulsion of a secret. Instead, we embrace surprise. A surprise is something that you you ultimately reveal when the time is right. A secret is something you never tell anyone, right? So uh, kids, kids, uh, we're going to surprise mommy in a couple days for Mother's Day. Okay, so don't tell her, but it's a surprise, okay? we're gonna, But we will tell her soon. That That's the problem. But a secret you never tell anyone. No good. So that's that book. I don't totally recommend it, but it's okay. Um, there are some really good books for anatomy. Uh, there's one called, it's, it's I'm a boy, special me. I'm a girl, special me. And there's ones for different ages. I got it right here. There's for ages five to seven, eight to 10, 11 to 13, 13 to 15 and 15 plus. And um, these are very good. They're, they're anatomically correct. They're by Dr. Shelley Metton. And uh, I've taught her before. Uh, everything's anatomically correct and honest. It demystifies it all. One piece of advice I got is use the real word for the real words for things. Don't be ashamed or embarrassed or giggly when you say them. It's what they're called. Dr. Uh, Metten is a Christian, but these books are not explicitly Christian for whatever you want to do with that. My point is, this is all in the name of getting in front of you, the world <laughs> to your kids, get to your kids before it's too late. And these kids in that one Texas school district, Six was too late. Six years old was too late. Final thought to leave with. I was reading Ovid's Metamorphoses because I just started reading this book called Being Human. And it's a collection of all these stories and poems and literature from from forever. Uh, And it's edited by Leon Cass. And Leon Cass was the chairperson, I believe chairperson, yes, of the of George W. Bush's President's Council on Bioethics. This was 2003. So George Bush was president. And do you remember cloning? Uh, Cloning and stem cell research was a big debate. So he put together this Council of Bioethics and they put together this whole anthology on what it means to be human. And it is fascinating so far. That is the question of our time. This is very philosophical and theological, but, but it gets to the root and core of it, which is obviously what we are interested in. I want to quote here from uh, Carl Truman, the great Carl Truman. He wrote an article on how the biggest question of our day is what it means to be human. And he said, everyday language hints at this. There's been an interesting shift in English idiom over recent years from the language of making love to that of having sex. The former making love, which today may even sound a little quaint, speaks of an act that can only take place between two people who know and love each other, and which has at its core the act of giving. It is deeply relational, and the parties involved are selves, 
not merely bodies. That this phrase has been supplanted by the latter, have sex, which requires no necessary relationship between the parties and connotates not giving but taking. I'm going to have sex. I'm, oh my God, I'm going to get sex. Reflects a foundational change in social attitudes to sex that rest upon radical therapeutic individualism, just selfishness. Others have become instruments, means to one's own selfish end. One can only make love to a lover, but one can have sex with anybody or indeed any body. Pornography is a desecration of the human form whereby selves are reduced to bodies and bodies are reduced to raw material to be used and abused in any way that satisfies. And if you are morally neutral to pornography, you are complicit in the desecration of the human form and in the erasure of what it means to be human. Please get out there. Let's protect our kids. The Public Square app, it's a free download for your phone. I always talk about the five values that a business owner needs to have in order to be featured in the app. Well, here, here's a couple of them that are relevant to what we're doing here. First, we will always protect the family unit and celebrate the sanctity of every life. That is abortion, but it also, to me, that's the same, same issue, human life uh, with pornography. We will always protect the family unit and celebrate the sanctity of every life. So if you use the app and you open up the app and there's a business on it, that business owner is pro-life. <laughs> that business owner agrees with that value. Also, we are united in our commitment to freedom and truth. That's what makes us Americans. That's another one of the five values. Check it out. Give it a download. Start small like I did. Click restaurants near me or coffee shops near me. And there won't be Starbucks. There'll be something way better. A place owned by people who share your values. Michael Seifert, the founder, he said, if you're sick of being lectured by the companies you shop from and you're tired of woke ideology being shoved down your throat, remember that you have the power in your wallet. Stop giving your dollars to companies that hate you and give them to an official public square business instead. PublicSQ.com, free download in the App Store, Public Square. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.